0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode seven, when a short-term trial becomes a long-term trial. This podcast is for parents that want solutions, not just sympathy for the many personal struggles that come with raising children with special needs. Welcome to Parents Have Special Needs too, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. This week as I was thinking about you and what I might share that would be beneficial for you, I um, was actually not sure what to do for quite a while until I was meeting with my self-reliance group that I attend in my church and we were discussing trials and problems that we come across in our life and what are some of the reasons why we might experience those and some what are some of the benefits that we experience because of them and it got me thinking a lot about the experiences that I've been having as I've been learning to raise and parent a child that has um that's atypical, that has disabilities that aren't, um, I guess normal. So for my daughter, Elizabeth, she is nonverbal. She's four and she, you know, still struggles in a lot of ways that a lot of other normal developing children don't. And what's interesting about her story is that early on when we first started noticing that she was failing to thrive and she wasn't gaining weight and we were discovering a lot of the things that were going on with her that, um, my husband gave her a blessing and if you're not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, let me explain a little bit about what that means. In our church or in my church that I attend, we... Offer priesthood blessings to people that are sick or afflicted or that need or desire to have a blessing given to them of comfort or of healing. And so, my husband was giving a blessing to Elizabeth, and in that blessing, she was promised that she would experience healing and that she would heal from this. And I have a lot of great faith in that and I felt very strongly that that is something that could happen for her and it's not abnormal that we've seen kids that struggle with what she struggles with she um, has muscle dysphagia I think is what it's called if I'm saying it properly where her the muscles in her throat are weak and it causes swallowing issues where she's aspirating and so she has a tube a G tube right now. And, um, but initially my thought was, well, fantastic. You know, that we are, we're going to be able to get through this. And my initial thought was, you know what, like you can just, the healing can take as long as it needs. I really have faith that, um, this blessing is going to, to be realized as we have faith in it. And for those of you that are, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you may have had similar experiences to this. I know some of my friends that have as well, where a blessing is given and healing is promised. And the immediate response, at least for me, was, um, like I said, take as long as you want. But then as time passed and healing didn't happen, I started to enter into a different, a couple of different, have some different experiences, but let me back up just a minute. Is that um, as I was thinking about this, I realized that there were several different phases that I was passing through having this experience because when you have a child that is born and you know, like in utero or you know at birth, that they, have um, a disability or a struggle that could last them their whole lifetime I feel like that is the the phases that you might go through or your experience might differ from those that have a child that's born to them that seems to be completely healthy and that along the way you find out oh wait I there's this issue and there's this issue or this health issue that, that we didn't know we thought that we had, that we didn't have any of those issues. And so I cannot speak from personal experience, whether or not it, it, it's a different cycle for those that know beforehand versus those that find out along the way. I'm only guessing. So if I'm wrong, hopefully grant me a little bit of, um, of, uh, slack there. But I know that for me, when it was, hey, you have a healthy baby girl, and then a few months down the road, we figure out, wait a minute, she wasn't healthy at all, and she's actually been struggling because she was aspirating since birth, but we had no idea until she stopped growing. And it was finding out after the fact, after the damage was done, so to speak, that that she was having these issues, and so it was kind of like a wild goose chase from clinic to clinic to clinic inside the hospital doing tons of testing before we were able to figure out what was going on. And so I just wanted to share several of the different different phases that I realized I went through to see if this might bring any light or help to those of you that might be experiencing the same thing and then as I've come around and I don't even know if I'm at the end of all of this probably not but I wanted to share some of the things that I have learned to kind of answer that question when it comes to trials why and what benefit or or struggles or whatever you would like to call it if, if trial is not what you want to call it so here's what I've noticed is that if you have a child who, like me, you discover along the way is having is, has issues. And especially if they had had a blessing and it was like, they're going to get better from this. It's going to be okay. My initial thought was, okay, like there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm all in on this. You can take the time that you need, right? Like I said that, but deep down I didn't really mean it, which at the time I didn't know I didn't mean it, but I found out later down the road that I really didn't mean all the time that you need. (laughs) Anyway, so in this first phase, the light is at the end of the tunnel, right? I can see the light. It's just there. It's been promised and I have faith in it. And... So I realized that as we were discovering new things about her, like I wasn't too invested in learning too much about what was going on or learning too much about like, I'm going to need to know this stuff long term and I need to study it and understand it. I just figured let's go to the doctors. They're going to tell us what to do, A, B, C. I'm going to do A, B, C. It's going to fix the problem. It's going to help her get better. She's going to get healthy and we'll be on our way. Phase two is when I started to realize or the realization set in that this struggle isn't going away anytime soon, is it? And that, and that's also the time when I started to, when we started to have therapists come into the picture. There was like, okay, now you need OT and you need PT and you need, um, a feeding therapy and you're going to need to get a G tube. And I was like, whoa, whoa, we need We need a G tube. We need, you know, interventions here, an NG tube and then a G tube. And as I would talk and discuss things with their therapists and the therapy that we were doing, that's when I started to get the vibe that like, this is going to last a while, like years possibly. And I was like, wait, what? Like years? I, I was not really prepared for that. And... So there was initial, in the second phase, there was initial shock and, and I I think a little denial, right? Where I was like, I don't think so. Like we got this blessing and, and I feel like God is telling us that this isn't going to last forever. You know, that she is going to experience healing for this. And that's what I feel we were promised. And I believe that. But as time continued to pass, I realized that that was not happening when months turned into years. Okay, I was still kind of holding on in denial that she was struggling as as badly as she actually was. And so I really wasn't showing up very well for her, which at the time I, I didn't realize. And so we go into phase three and this Phase three is where I experienced a lot of depression and hopelessness. And I would say that it was the darkest time for me. But I did not even realize it. I didn't even realize it. I knew that it was hard. I knew that because at this time we were experimenting around. We had gotten the G tube and we were we were trying to figure out how to get her to put on some weight. And It was not working. She would throw up all the feedings we were giving her, wouldn't keep it down, and we were trying several different methods of feeding her, different schedules, different times of day, continuous feedings, little feedings, a bunch of trial and error. And unfortunately, my daughter was just kind of along for the ride, trying to get enough food in her belly, but was not able to keep it down. And I just kept thinking, the doctors are going to tell us how to fix this. They're going to tell us how to help her. And we just need to do exactly what they say. And it was at this phase that I started to realize, oh my goodness, like, I think that the doctors are just as lost as we are. Like, we're all just trying to figure this out together. And we're not sure what's going on. Because at this time, she didn't have an official diagnosis of, of anything. We just knew she was failing to thrive. We knew that she was aspirating. We, but we didn't fade that out till quite a while later after we did a swallow study after going to the hospital and visiting all the clinics and doing all the tests and realizing that she was not getting any better she was continuing to lose weight it was it was affecting her brain development just so many things kept coming up where more evidence is to show like this is really bad and i thought this is going in the wrong direction like She should be getting better, not worse. And anything I'm trying isn't working, so you feel helpless and hopeless and depressed. So yes, anyway, suffice it to say, this was a dark time. Phase three was a dark, dark time. And that time lasted for quite a while. Alright, so then I entered into phase four which is when things started to normalize and become a part of everyday life and we had the routines and knew how to do the tubes and things were working out we were finding a little bit more solutions to the problems and for me and for me in this phase this is where I was able to figure out how to help me to address my depression my helplessness my hopelessness and all the other things that I was just drowning in emotionally and for me it was life coaching for others it's therapy or books or friends or family whatever it is I hope that you find it and I'm not necessarily something that happens at this phase I mean I just am lining these out Realizing that this is a process that I went through. Almost like a process of mourning. But this is a process of, hey, I thought this was a short-term thing and now it's a long-term thing. Anyway, so after that and feeling like, hey, like I'm feeling a little normal. I'm feeling like I can handle things. I feel like emotionally I'm feeling more stable. Then I realized I started to move into this phase four which I would say is, is a phase of more acceptance that okay like this is a part of my life let's integrate this into my life now let's not just try to get rid of it let's try to let's try to accept it more and find the right kind of help and find the right kind of solutions where we can work with this instead of just trying to get rid of it does that make sense and I have realized as I've written out in this process and as I've thought about it I've realized that there are certain aspects of it that I've gone through all of the phases and then there's other aspects of it where I realized you know what I'm still in denial about that part or I'm still feeling really depressed about this part okay so here's what's going on with all the phases what's the purpose of all of this and here's what I've learned is that hindsight is twenty twenty, right We get to our destination or the end of an experience and we look back and you get a great benefit in looking back and seeing what you've been through and how far you've come and who you've become in that process. But when you are in the middle of experiencing something that you have no idea if there is an end, when do you look back? For me I didn't really like I looked back and I had journaled and I had thought about what was going on but I didn't look back from the eyes of wow that was a cool experience or oh that wasn't a good experience and evaluated it from a sense of that's finished usually it's I'm in the middle of this and I'm looking at it from the middle. So when I took time to write out these different phases, I was trying to look at it from a point of what have I been through? How far have I come? And what have I learned from it? Who have I become because of these experiences and these phases that I'm going through or that I've noticed that I'm going through? So here are a few of the things that I have learned as I have created these phases of my experience from raising a child with special needs. And the first is compassion for myself and for others. That I have learned, especially when the feelings are so close, what it feels like to feel that amount of depression and hope hopelessness and hopelessness and not knowing what was going on or also feeling a great amount of denial of not wanting to know not wanting to accept what was happening in my life I get it I understand now so when I interact with someone who feels that same way I feel so much compassion for them. And that has been really valuable in being able to connect and love other people when they don't necessarily want advice, but they just want to know I'm not alone and they just want to be heard. That provides a great amount of human connection and that in itself is really healing. Not only for me, but hopefully for the other person that I'm also trying to connect with. Another thing I've noticed is that I am better and more whole than when I started this experience. And I'm not even at the end. And I don't know if that will come. Perhaps we will be experiencing these things through the whole duration of my life and of her life. But I can tell you that I feel more whole because I've really had to delve deep to be able to heal in the middle of the process instead of when it's all said and done. I've also learned that the process just might be more valuable than the destination. This whole journey, everything I'm learning, the things that I need to change, the person I need to become, in order to live happily and fulfilled in this new life that I didn't expect to have. That has been really fulfilling to look back and to see who I'm becoming and who my family is becoming as a unit and how, and how Elizabeth is developing. There's a lot there that I'm really proud of. And so grateful. And just so grateful to have that little girl in my life. So if you feel that it will serve you, I want you to try it. Right now, when you're right in the middle of all of this. Sit down and look back with 2020 vision, As if you'd reached the end. And map out where you've been. Map out what you have been through. Who you were when it all started. And who you are now. What lessons have you learned? How has your family grown and developed? And my hope for you is that you will see the wonderful parts that have come from it. The bad parts that have come from it. And how all of it is working together for your good. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next Friday with another podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Take care.